0: Warning, the following podcast may contain phrases such as...
1: Um... Huh. Three Unwise Men. Bum, bum, bum!
0: With Frog... Grant... And Ryder.
2: He, he, he might have them all in the room.
0: Yeah, that's why I have the door closed right now. Yeah, why?
1: why hey, look, okay, so we're, we're back... Yeah, we're, we're episode two, episode two. Yeah. We're two, two. Uh, the Holy problem, shit! the problem we, we have here is that we are following the Northwest con <laughs> live cast.
0: <laughs> it's a very difficult. That was order. a great, that, that was, was amazing.
1: It was so much fun to do that Yep. because there were like people.
2: <laughs> well, and I will say this, I was, I was surprised at how many people yeah like yeah, I no, mean we, objectively speaking, because we had a couple things going against us, primarily because I added it to the schedule late,
1: right. So, so we showed up at like we rolled in at ten p m. on Saturday night, which is like yeah.
2: prime us versus parties right. Yes. It,
1: it literally was, and I think we referenced it on the thing, but it was us yep. versus yep. beer and right
0: that's, that's a tall order
1: and uh, yeah, I was uh, if I had a choice between us and beer, I don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, I almost didn't show up
1: yeah I, I was well i I mean, to be fair. I got to beer before I got to the podcast. That's true. You did. I, I got some beer in me. Well, you also had a martini as well. Yeah, I mean there was a bunch of booze. Yeah, there, well, didn't was the girlfriend I, I, I didn't, and I the wasn't... wife run? Oh yeah, but they were in the audience. No, yeah. but didn't they run out? They to ran. Get there were
2: three minutes. The left. Emergency tequila. They got emergency yeah. tequila. Yeah,
0: yeah. There were three minutes before we were to go into that room, and they said emergency tequila, and they both went not in their heads, and then they quite literally ran down the hallway to go get emergency tequila so that way they could come back with a smile on their face yeah
1: we chose well uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but our, our female companionship we uh we nailed it um but yeah no no no, we're coming down off that and i gotta say like there was i don't know about you guys that was a huge like rush to have people there oh, watching so much us. So. yeah because like they're laughing and we're like oh what we do actually is funny Wow. At least to those people. At least to yeah. those people. Yeah. Now, now, these are people crazy enough to come see us instead They're of going and already here. Yeah. So we've got, a, we've got a self-selecting audience of, sorry guys, morons. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: they were great though. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, they, were no, they were great. Awesome. I, and
1: I, I, I make fun, but no, yeah.
2: They were great. They showed up. A lot of people
0: more than I thought. Yeah. yeah, there was a larger. We were group expecting than I five because that's how many people we personally knew, and they felt kind of obligated to go support us. Yeah, and there were there were people in the
1: audience that none of us knew.
0: Right. Yes, which was equally that was awesome. That was neat. Yeah,
1: and they were like laughing at the things we said. We even garnered.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was a, a gentleman who came up to us and enthusiastically said, "You have a new fan." Yeah, uh, that was uh, that. It's those things that I hope we can continue building on because. Man, was that so much fun.
1: It was a rush. It was a good job. And now we're sitting back here. In my
0: studio apartment. In
1: the (laughs)
2: recording studio. Make it sound very official. Yeah, in In the the recording recording
1: studio. studio. Live
2: from the offices in Kirkland. Live Live
1: from our Kirkland recording studio. Uh,
2: And And you've
1: absolutely failed to provide us for a recording audience.
2: Yeah, and I do apologize first and foremost to anybody who hears me cough. Yeah. Episode this this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: The reason I wasn't able to get a recording audience was because I didn't make it down to Federal Way quickly enough to try and garner people for. (laughs) What were you doing? Federal Federal Way. Way? Uh, Because I could probably you know go to a dealer, find some drugs, and be like, "Hey, if you come laugh with us, we'll we'll get you in here."
3: This is ridiculous. What? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, did you? What? What happened? What just happened? All right. I'm going to switch out of author and podcaster mode and, you're and, and lawyer advise, mode? You, advise you not to admit those sorts of things <laughs> on a recording and right. then publish them, right? which you have done <laughs> because the people listening to my voice right now, even though it's being like recorded before you published it, mm-hmm. are still hearing the fact that you published it. <laughs> So you want this to stay in there? Is what you're saying? No, I'm saying that you are temporarily stupid enough to ignore my advice, and you already have because people are listening to this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this like a paradox where like this something is like, from the past meets the future? This is more like a
0: well, it's not. Quite you're Schrodinger. Schrodinger's idiot. I was going to say Schrodinger. <laughs> is he alive
2: in the box or not? Yeah
0: no you just don't know what happens whenever I open my mouth that's really what that comes oh, we know to. exactly yeah. what happens when you open your mouth no, that's not a that's there's not a few a,
1: times that I have dicks and cheeseburgers my oh, for friend. fuck's sake dicks and cheeseburgers I don't have dicks coming spring 2017 <laughs> One man edited by Voss Foster.
2: <laughs>
0: that so was exactly a more content. It was
1: a good. It was a good episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Though no, no. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, um,
1: no. It's just, it's just we we have to follow it now. And I'm like, yeah. We're sitting here, and I've got an obligation to be funnier than that. I
2: mean, yeah, we're not going to be. I mean, the no. the real the real key is that I think I should be standing for this one too. Oh, for fuck's sake!
1: Now you're still sitting in just my fucking get... crappy plastic folding chair that I have to bring because someone doesn't have any goddamn furniture in his. He has one piece of furniture. In his apartment. In the
0: studio. In the studio. In the recording studio. Yeah. In the studio. recording studio. I, I, and
1: it's broken.
0: I have to pay a lot for this studio, so I can't <laughs> afford anything else.
1: Yeah, well, th- look, you're the one who chose to live in Kirkland.
0: <laughs> By accident, kind of.
1: That's a fuck up.
0: Yeah, yeah it is.
1: Kirkland's I mean, nice, though. It is I nice. know you don't like it. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a bang for your buck situation. Y- yes. What's the, the, what's the, like, what do you... So, I mean, I, what I'm saying is the advantages of living in a place like this have to be weighed against the cost of living in a place well, like I,
2: this. Well, I, I realize what bang for your buck means. <laughs> what? Well,
1: <laughs> what, what the fuck the... were you asking? Hey, well, what are the... Why were you asking? <laughs> like, thank you for explaining that. <laughs> well, you asked the question. That was, like, what you... If you didn't, if you understood what I meant, why did you ask the question? Well, because what are the variables? What are well, the variables? The variables are the... how nice is the place? Got it. How much do you pay? Those are the variables.
0: it's a good point. Yeah,
1: like.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. It's, it's, it is pretty straightforward. So, <clears throat> we are in this amazing studio. We actually just got done um, reviewing uh, what what happened at Norwest Con as well, um, and it was uh, that episode. Holy, holy balls! It was fun. Just absolutely It was, it was, it was a too. shout out again to to Christy. for for coming on there because uh, she was... uh, She was a real sport. She was a true sport, especially considering she didn't have beer during that time where we were recording. It was like
2: literally the only thing she sent me. Because when I asked her, I I hit her up. I hit her up and I was all like, so, hey, you want to do this thing with us? And she was like, sure, but just as long as I can have beer while doing it. And I'm like, okay. So once again... Yeah, done,
1: sold. Yeah,
2: knowing that I can't do it, but uh, I will. Once once again,
0: you had one job.
2: I do. I always have just one.
0: Always, it's oh, but between the three of us, we always have one job, and at one point, we will fuck it up. Yeah, that is. Well,
1: and and look, at least we we then got her yelling at us for fucking it
0: up. So, there's some quality content there. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, there were some revelations that
1: came out of the the bathroom salts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my uh, my wife Esther is still working on on reproducing the salts. Yeah, if anybody missed the episode, and by the one. way, I, I as soon as she manages to to work out the exact recipe for that, I'm posting it on our website. Like, do you guys have like, a little so that all lab of you? Now? Well, <laughs> we always have. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: that's not disconcerting at all. You uh, you uh, don't uh, no. <laughs> Where's your mortar and pestle?
2: What would I do with the it's in lab. my kitchen.
0: What would I do with a
2: what would I do with an alchemy lab? Make salts? Well <laughs> <Clearly, laughs> why would I need why do I need
1: those? Because they're awesome. I knew that was gonna be the
0: response. <laughs> like of all things that you're getting Because and you said that exact same thing at no We were asking you, can't we were you just buy them? Well, them? Well, I'm
1: being consistent.
0: Can't you just buy them? For the first time ever. And uh, I do they you, do they not just
2: sell those? Well, I'm imagining like they how expensive to. can these be? They can't be that expensive.
1: They're far more expensive than it is to make. Really? Really? That's so, a boutique product. There is. So?
0: Firstly, you've researched the price. Then,
1: yeah, they what? had them on sale there. Okay, well, yeah, but everything free in, the, in the hotel,
0: everything in the hotel is like well, five sure, times, sure. five times the price. So they had coffee there for five bucks too. But wow, no, it was seriously Just, like four fifty. Yeah. So, can you go get them in bulk? Can you go to some major bulk outlet and grab a bunch of bathroom salts? No, I'm gonna have to look online see if these are available. Oh, boy. So she's working on making the salts, and you guys are trying to figure out what Why scent. are we so in- enthralled by these salts? Because he's so driven. Like, that's the best word I can describe for by this situation. Salts? By these salts, yeah. Frog has it because, and I quote, they're awesome. They are. Oh, my God. It's I don't even
1: I don't even have any other way to... Well,
0: don't they like... Didn't they ban
2: things like mic- microbeads recently? For they like did ban facial, microbeads. For like facial cleansers and stuff? Both. So like we yeah. have to use salt now? Like is that the... But that's...
1: Shit, I don't know. I'm not like into the product. You're the
2: guy. All you're. You, you you have an alchemy lab where you're making this thing. What do you mean? You're not into it. What do you mean? Like that's the definition of being into something.
1: What well, I mean, when you're trying to produce it on your own okay. at your own home. That is the definition of being into something. Well, I, I'm not part of the community though. Like what I a don't part don't of the community? That. There's a salts community. Oh, I, I think there's like a. I'm guessing that there part are like, of the community. <laughs> community. He says. A community. I'm, not a, salts I'm not a known
0: community member. What the I'm not, fuck does that not. even mean? Like, I'm going to expect you to be driving around soon with a bumper sticker that says, I'm a part of the salts community. Is there, like, this, like,
2: acronym for it? Like,
0: the Pacific Northwest Salt
2: Association? Like, is this, like, is this a group that you belong to? No, obviously not. Well, I'm
1: not I mean,
2: but yet, I'm not I'm not part of the community. Well, is anybody part of this community? Who's part of this community? Uh, well, I,
1: look, I I imagine that the the lotion and sanitizer and like it, how many a group of people they just get together. <laughs> I imagine that it's a larger group of people have you than our group Ju- of people. Have you seen
2: Judy recently? That woman knows her lotion like that's uh, not as good as Judith does. Like, who are these people? Judy, versus well, I don't Judith. know. I'm yeah. not part
1: of them. Okay,
2: yes, but, they but exist. I imagine
1: that they exist. Got it. Okay, yeah.
0: So here Google you Google this right now. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> Google
1: this. I'm going to look for like. Google. <laughs>
0: Google. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna look for like National Salt Federation Alliance or something no, ridiculous. No, it's like a boutique like. Bloodbath and beyond. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> what? Uh, let me see. Uh, Google. National bath salts. Here we go. There's a National Geographic bath salts. What the fuck? <laughs> what? That's a thing? Um, <laughs> is it really an organization? <laughs> Hold on. The first, the first website that comes up for National Bath Salts. Is it porn? No. It is teens.drugabuse.gov. Oh, because they're the bath. Oh, right, because yeah.
1: bath salts is also a, a drug. Drug, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so you probably should specify that before you
2: talk about <laughs> alchemy labs in your kitchen. And your-
1: yeah, yeah. Let's be okay. clear. Yeah, let's be Let clear. Let
2: me
0: see he if there's a the difference between one. bath salts and bathroom salts. Uh, and then we'll do bathroom what? salt. Do
1: hand salt. Ha- I'll try it. Ham hand salt. salt.
0: And then I'll put organization.
2: Or how about how about boutique
1: exfoliants? <laughs>
3: boutique exfoliants.
1: <laughs> I'll take I'll take boutique exfoliants. You do hand salt federation.
2: God. Okay, so you're not part uh, of the
0: community, but now our <laughs>
1: podcast is listen to us Google weird. shit. Wow. Yeah. Good.
0: good is job. that a thing? Uh, no, it is not. Not yet. I imagine with the power that is Frog, he will be able to make a community that will allow people of like mind to come together and say, hey, did you try the bathroom salts? I can't imagine a more boring convention. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, have you tried the salts? Yes. You can only exfoliate. those Those are the two main sentences. Have you tried the salts? And yes. Yeah, but
2: you can only exfoliate so much, right? Yeah. Like there's only like, it's not like a,
0: like there's no, is there a connoisseur of this? Like the, you'd get better results from having our barbed wire loofah. Well, there over are those the like
2: well, there are those like homemade soaps. Well, like okay, so thing.
0: people do uh, people. I don't know if there's a community. I don't know if there's those, a community but... for it, but I, I don't know if there's like a general crafting community. Maybe that's a subset of it that are that are doing soaps. But I just salt seems
1: so benign. Well, I mean, yeah, it would, it, it would be a subset of the. What would the be the subs- worst thing
0: that you could
2: imagine? Like, what would be the? Du- I mean, aside from this, because this is pretty much up there. <laughs> what would be the? Um, what would be like the most like ridiculous community that you can think of? A community that's like tied by a common bond. Ooh, okay. This one being this one being salt, Salts. <laughs>
0: which apparently well, you're not a member of, just to make very clear. Yeah. I mean, and to be specific, bathroom salts, because if you're talking about salts in general, that could be a culinary thing, which makes sense because you're getting... There's still a community for that. Well, there's a... There is no community for salt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There is just none. (laughs) Under any circumstance, there is not a community that goes around at all with the salt. There is not a salt
0: convention. Now back to the Google. There is none of this. None of this exists. If there's a SALT convention, and if
1: there is, grant you have to eat your sock. Salt conference speakers. No No way.
2: SALT Las Vegas 2015. What? 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 What's it stand for? Salt it can't be the it can't be in. Yeah, it looks like it's an acronym. Yeah. (laughs) I about to say. I was like, nice try, asshole.
1: Nice try, asshole. Just SALTCONFerence.com. Yeah,
2: well, SALT, but what does SALT stand for? Fuck
1: if I know, but
2: certainly isn't like in a whatever CL or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's certainly an acronym of something for. Of course it'd be in Vegas. Well, that, all conferences. Yeah, of course right. that's in there. Because you want to make a trip to Vegas tax deductible.
0: So, one thing we did Pretty not much. we did not capture uh, was something that happened afterward. There was a salt exchange between yeah. the yes. men and women's bathroom.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did mention we actually discovered mid live cast and you can go back and listen to this. Yes, um, that the women's bathroom had uh, had been salted with lemon flavored. That's true. Flavored. Hold on,
0: <laughs> they are not tasting this. Okay, you mean scent.
1: scented? Scented. <laughs> Maybe he is. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. And the um and the the men's had lavender, and we didn't know that. Like no, nope. we just assumed it was all the same stuff. Yep. And so mid mid live cast it comes out that there's two different things in two different bathrooms and it turns out there was a third green one downstairs Oh my what god What was the green one I I I don't know
2: What you what do you mean you don't know
1: I never it was I never got a you- shot at it it was it was <laughs> downstairs in the women's and it never, never got switched.
0: I never got
1: a shot at it.
0: <laughs> like if I could've.
1: I if I could've, I would've.
0: Oh man. So there
1: was a So, so that uh, so our uh, our live cast audience busted out of our live cast and immediately went and switched, switched them. Immediately. It we, was it was we were we still packing down.
0: up. We tore down. Our stuff, and we're starting to leave, and people come back. And say, yeah, we switched, <laughs> we switched <laughs> the salts.
2: Yeah, level. they reported it to us, like, like, like a confidant. Yeah, and yeah, they were like, "Hey, hey, come over here in the dark well, it, corner." It, it really right. felt
1: like they'd done some covert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: they felt really good about this it.
1: Should, should you choose <laughs> <to> accept it? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there's a person watching. Yeah, and you know what would happen if, like, the hotel staff saw that. This is what would happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nobody would give a shit Zero shits given So the exchange happens and then they find out by consensus Because apparently this also happened within the span of five minutes Right Of the podcast ending That the decision they made was better overall for both bathrooms Because well, to be
2: fair I actually was surprised that the lemon was in the women's restroom mm. And the lavender Because tra- traditionally lavender is like a boutique feminine scent I actually prefer it <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> That doesn't even remotely surprise <laughs> me.
3: That's
2: the least surprising thing I've heard all day. The lemon
1: was a little harsh.
2: Oh my god!
1: It was a little harsh. It was a, a little, little harsh. Was the
2: lemon? Was the lemon hand the boutique exfoliator a little tough for you?
1: <laughs> I mean, the scent. Okay, it's a little. The scent had, was harsh.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, so, lemon's a powerful scent. I mean, it takes a right. little bit of pledge. To go a long
0: way. This is what I'm saying. It kind yeah. of
1: it kind of had that, like, pledge smell, mm. right? Which some people don't like. Right, yeah. Well, because it thing. reminds you of, like... I like yeah. it. Whereas the lavender smelled like spring?
0: Well, it would. Right. There's this little hand gesture that you guys couldn't see it was that a terrible frog. hand it gesture because
1: it was, just, it was, was at spring. me yeah it was at,
2: <laughs> it was like i was the recep. Sprink, i was the rece- yeah. like, the res- on the receiving end of all that
1: they can't even imagine the
2: hand gesture no no they, they don't nor, nor should they imagine the worst thing that's ever happened and that was, and that was the <laughs> hand gesture <laughs> <that was laughs> right there that was the hand gesture that <laughs> now just-
1: we've got the audience imagining me doing all kinds of, of like obscene <laughs> things i just been- like opened my hands and gestured them upward
0: yeah, and I'm yeah, that's the worst why? thing ever. That is not the worst thing that ever. That was the worst. <laughs> thing. That was the worst thing. Like okay, what you're second, doing right now? The second worst thing. Honestly. I would argue that's still better.
2: You would, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. Whoa. All right. So,
1: and cheeseburgers. So, so, <laughs> do you wait? Are you like the full kind on
0: of, barbecue? Mm.
1: Like, do you like? Wait, what? What? <laughs> what, what
2: just. <laughs> My Plus, name's Bubba. We're going we're oh. not we're not going anywhere near this. We're, we're I am emergency right. near I'm emergency turning right? I'm emergency We now. just
1: ran into it like a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I don't even know how to reel that back.
0: <laughs> we don't we don't have an undo button, so you can are, we fix
1: that one in post? Mm-hmm. We, let's not <laughs> let's cut
0: half of this episode. But... <laughs> So the, the salt exchange What yeah, I wonder if the Vikings what? were like... Wow! Were <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! If you go to change a gear like that, make sure you push the clutch in yeah. first because that grinds the shit out of everything else.
2: Oh, I'm bringing this home. Wow. I'm bringing this home. Okay. I wonder if the Vikings had really smooth hands as a result of the <laughs> amount of salt spray coming up.
0: No. My head. How do you know? Because
1: one, they're Vikings. What? 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 <laughs> so you're racist against the Vikings? What do you mean? What they can't have soft hands? And two, that's not like that's not a hand assault. That's salt water. It's the salt different. water will dehydrate. Yeah, and dry salt out water the skin. Is, is horrible yeah. for your skin. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: No, but what if the salt stays on? You just, you just do no, the. Don't even you try. You do the hand. You do the don't hand even thing.
1: Don't do the hand thing. It's not. But do, you one, do
2: the hand thing. Hand where...
1: salts are like mixed with <laughs> grapeseed oil, so they rejuvenate. They don't just freaking dry what, out. What? They don't have grapes in the middle of the North Sea? No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you
1: can't break that shit. Up there?
2: <laughs> <I don't>. Wow. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me, like, they... <laughs> like, so all the people in Iceland have really crappy hands?
1: What the ones on the sea do? The ones that are, uh, fishermen aren't known for their soft, luxurious hands. Yeah, but even then, even then,
0: Vikings didn't really f- set out over the ocean until much later. They were much more inland raiders. Their longboats would take them in into Russia, and then later on into the Middle East. They really didn't go on go out on the ocean much until uh, it was like a couple generations before uh, King I can't remember
2: the Alfred name Alfred the-, the Great. Alfred. More importantly, <laughs> well, how do you guys know that they didn't have soft hands?
0: I'm just well, I can't assume. How do you know that? All, all I, oh, I no, no, no. That, that's not that wasn't the point. The point was that you thought they would have soft hands from salt water salt? on the ocean. I don't think I'm wrong. Okay,
1: you uh, you're think, welcome to try. Here, here is all right. If we have, hold a- on. I bet what, you, you, you got to follow <laughs> hold on with something here man. we
2: go here we go hold on two <laughs> things that come out said, of the ocean hold on
1: and then just stand there with your finger pointing because out. I'm
2: about to have an epiphany the oh, uh, oh this will be good two things that come out of the ocean uh-huh the all the rocks are softer now and smooth what? they're tumbled they're smooth but they're the tumbled ocean.
1: rocks that has nothing to do also, with the salt driftwood
2: <laughs> driftwood's nice and smooth
1: Holy so shit, the is the same smooth in rivers.
2: And rocks are smooth. It would stand to reason that
0: hands would also. Holy shit. <laughs> no. You know what? Boom. If, if, if your hands go through the Boom. same process that makes Boom. driftwood and rocks smoother, you would have no skin left.
1: Hey. Hey. You'd have no fingers left.
0: Hey. Yeah, because the cartilage and all the ligaments
1: I'm just would saying, be gone.
2: I'm just saying I have two things that come from the ocean that are smooth. What do you have at this table? What? <laughs>
1: Several other thousand things that come from the ocean that are not. Coral. Yeah, but coral's a living or- organism. So are people. Yeah. so was.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom! Surf returned, bitch! Yeah, but Suck
1: you, it the hell no! down! Yeah, but if you think about it, the hands aren't. I
2: mean, you're exfoliating dead skin. So Coral, is,
1: coral is, in fact, dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but it, it smooths out over in time. What?
1: <laughs> Not really. Sure.
0: Oh, the reaching is real.
1: <laughs> the reaching is
2: real. I, I when I walk along the beach, sand sand soft. I think I'm making good points here.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah no, sand
0: isn't soft. So let's discuss the importance of try object vi- descriptions. Try,
1: try getting laid on a beach and then decide whether sand is soft or not.
0: <laughs> Some good exfoliation. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to describe it. <laughs> Why is sex in the beach ever a
2: thing? It's oh, like God. always no. the worst. Yeah, oh, that's God. horrible.
0: Take me into the mountains on like a meadow or something. I don't want to do that. On a I would beach. rather not do that. But I don't care. <laughs> what? You well, said. not me personally. I don't want anything to do with you guys, especially with your salt things going on over there. So no, the point I'm trying to make you're is
1: you're the one. I, was not stripping the bark from a tree? Is that <laughs> a
3: reference?
2: So more importantly, here I am. I have. I've. I've. I think I've made my point. Yeah, oh, no, and wh- which I is think which we is should your. Should what's that what's your point that salt mm-hmm. even in the ocean mm-hmm. makes everything smooth that's
0: <sighs> i'm well, I, I just
1: like uh, there is no response to this yes i know yeah
0: <laughs> i know because but it's, you due to it, it's a logical fallacy and not because of the of the presumed chain but, of events that you assume make that happen we
1: can actually test the theory Mm-hmm. uh all we have to do i mean we, we live very close to to seattle here there's a bunch of crab fishermen that spend their summers in seattle so if there's any crab fishermen listening to this podcast yes
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Be, are there <laughs> if there are any
0: yeah
1: because that's what if, they or do. any other kind of fishermen really
0: you know what how are we trying to push as originally a writing and bullshit podcast Mostly bullshit. Had, yeah, mostly bullshit. Ninety percent bullshit. Ten percent other things, including you're, writing. You're
1: saying fishermen can't write?
0: Yeah. What are you? <laughs> yes. That's that's. Look at exactly this guy. It.
2: Yeah, because a fisherman can't enjoy a story. Yeah. What the fuck? Is no. it Moby Dick about that? Fisherman's <laughs> Moby Dick sucks, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. No. it's a great white whale. Well. It's a terrible book. <laughs> it's the best. Melville sucks. Oh wow. There, I said it. Good. Melville's enough. crap. You don't, you don't like Moby Dick? I do not like Moby Dick. No, I was just. Saying, Which classic
2: do you like the most?
0: Ooh. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be out of this. Out of this one, I have a feeling, because
2: <laughs> you, you like Moby Dick.
1: Okay, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Um. Let's see. Which classic do I like the most? Because I do have some. I'm. I am a Shakespeare fan. First off, I like Shakespeare sure. too. Fair enough. Shakespeare's mm-hmm. like. Shakespeare's great. Mm-hmm. Basically, most of the things that come off his pen, mm-hmm.
2: like or a quill, if one would, but go ahead. or
1: a quill or whatever the hell, but mm-hmm. yeah, but it's it's that's all good. Yeah, there. like that's a that's a whole category of.
0: So, um, what good. of his works would be the one that you would point to?
1: Are you a Macbeth fan? Um, I I enjoy Macbeth. It's not my fave. It's not like the top. Of the Shakespeare, I actually like getting into like his histories, like the so Wars like the of the Richard Roses and all stuff. That stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, his Henry the is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two Henry the are really fun, just because they're it's a bunch of bitter little pricks arguing with one another. And yeah. he gets really backstabby and nasty, and because he's writing about people that everyone kind of knew about, it gets really interesting right as opposed Mm -hmm. to writing about like Caesar who right yeah who's just a myth at this point in time yeah Mm -hmm. yeah right uh no when you get into like the the Henry the sixth is um you can see him taking his little political sniper shots and Mm -hmm. I I enjoy the shit out of that sure um got a weird fascination with Dante oh the the inferno Dante's inferno well the the entirety of Dante right the the, yeah I know all right divine comedy
0: yeah right Um, I, I actually um I read through Inferno five years ago just as a reread and it was a very it's a very interesting journey
1: it really is yeah Um, and it's it's again it's him taking a bunch of political sniper shots
0: yeah
2: I like Wuthering Heights any reason yeah I think it's got a nice um, kind of I I enjoy the melancholy longing in it
1: okay for melancholy longing I'm a I'm a Coleridge fan which one in particular Rime of the Ancient Mariner the, the I
2: haven't actually read that what? No. Oh
1: wow. Yeah. Yeah, the rhyme of the ancient mariner is good stuff. Is it? No, I haven't actually read that. I love Coldridge. He's always overshadowed by Wordsworth, and Wordsworth is just an asshole. <laughs> 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 He's an asshole. That's a judgment call. No, no. Read the prologue here, but like this was written by an asshole. Is that what he wrote? The prologue. That's his big one. Yeah. He also wrote the stupid one. You, everyone. Are you a Steinbeck and, fan? So what? Steinbeck fan. Steinbeck's not bad. I'm not like a fan, but.
2: I don't know. I'm I'm surprised
1: by that. Really?
2: Yeah. Given your love of hand salts, I'm surprised you don't like Lenny.
0: <laughs> and the circle is complete. Of mice, wow. Of, of mice and men.
1: Yeah, I know. I get it. Boom. Man, he he right, was for Lenny.
2: The, actually, it was actually the the son in that. You, you just it wasn't swung Lenny because Lenny was the one. big guy. Right. Yeah, it was the son who had the. Uh, I I messed up my reference.
1: Yeah.
0: Well done.
2: I felt really good about it for a second. Yeah. I was trying to find a way to, like, get a punch in, and that was the punch. No, if if we go for, like,
1: like I'm a Hemingway fan. I like Hemingway. Mm -hmm. Hemingway's fun. Hemingway's fun. Um, I know a lot of people are, like, anti-Hemingway now because he's misogynist. and
2: Yeah, there's revisionists, that I don't care.
1: Everyone back in that time was misogynist. Fuck it. (laughs) It's a good story. It's a good story. That's all
2: I care about. Yep. The great Gatsby still my favorite great, the great, is a great Gatsby great story. Yeah. Great Gatsby is my favorite of all all of it Yeah, it's my absolute favorite. You know,
0: I want to I want to point out real quick uh, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, I was just actually going to talk about the movie. So the movie itself The storytelling was okay, but I loved the cinematic art that went behind it and and here's why really um, you did you know, No, and there, there's a there's a there's this overtone about how the cinematic part of it's presented because at the very beginning, it's very, uh, you know, fantastical. It has, you know, uh, obviously very, um, like, fake scenery in there and it's, you know, got that kind of, you know, almost cartoonish type of feel of it, especially uh, up until the point where um, the, um, I hope I'm not giving away any, too many spoilers on this one.
2: Give spoiler on The Great Gatsby! (laughs) It's not gonna happen.
0: um, The hit and run? at past that point things in that movie start to seem more real they the way they shoot the cinematography is more real and then at the very end it's like a normal movie so it goes from this very um ultra like ritzy like you know it has a almost cartoon feel because of how there's a glam to it yes and then because things start going wrong they're pulling out of that fantasy type of feeling and at the end It's a normal movie. And I thought that was an amazing uh, call to do with the cinematography.
2: I just, I didn't care for the movie as much as I wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Partly because the um, kind of like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun feel to it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was not how I read the
0: book. I would love that the kind of that flat,
2: you know, the flapper like, yeah, woo, the party that which is roaring twenties type, yeah, yeah, which is like it's a fun little spectacle, but it's like not how I. It didn't. It didn't hit the mood for me of the book. Mm-hmm. Okay, it didn't hit the mood for me in in, in the book because it's such a longing in the book. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and it, it's it's there's it, the parties in the book are glamorous, but they made it more ritzy. Ray, there, there were
1: more dinner party. There than, was more dinner party. in that they party more, overall.
2: Yeah. They had yeah. a lot of that. And then the city and stuff, which was, yeah, I know it's the roaring twenties, but like there was in the book, it was a lot more desperate, a lot more longing, mm-hmm. a lot more. And that to me is reaching for the high. Well, it's yeah, it's, yeah there's just so much more of that. Mm-hmm. And like everything in the movie was a little bit more of a spectacle then I, wonder than if I that's, cared about
0: maybe they had to condense that a little bit. So they had to convert that type of feeling into, you know, into other elements. I just like read the, the
2: great guys to be the darker yeah. story than what, yeah.
0: Than what I mean, was, it do, uh, don't get me wrong. It at the end, you know, towards the end, after that particular point, it does start getting darker, but you're right. It did have that element much earlier in the movie too, before things started going sideways. Yeah, so, I
1: just yeah, <clears throat> it was good. Yeah, it we're, was just overall. We're being real current here, talking about the great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> you can you can always expose the the latest and up to date yeah movie reviews <laughs> movie reviews. For, I know the three unwise men. Yeah, I mean and and you know that here's a review mansion. of a book that was written in the 1920s and a so movie like that was talk- done like five years ago. Oh, I'd
2: like to talk about this very current movie, Seven Samurai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Haven't we already done a Seven Samurai? <laughs> we did. Yeah. So,
0: Yep, we did. All right, so we're going to cut over here to a commercial real quick uh, that won't be about salts, and we'll be right back with you.
1: <laughs> Tim's going to be about salts. <laughs> we got to make it about yeah. salts now.
0: So why are you so good at sports? And why is it that whenever I shake your hand, it's so soft?
2: Well, because I use NCAAL hand salts.
0: NCAAL hand salts? Are those by 3 Unwise man?
2: They are. It's hand salt generated from the sweat from great athletes in your local colleges.
0: Ooh. Now you can get that yourself. For the low price of 59 dollars you can get that tax-free with free shipping. Three unwise men, and double salts, because nothing will assault your pride better.
3: Nothing will assault your pride, better.
0: I got the roll going. Three, two.
1: That, was I was waiting for you guys to <laughs> sponsor that. a high that. Pitch squeak. Like, was that a... Like, all right, how's puberty treating you these days? <laughs>
0: and with that, welcome back to three unwise men.
1: <laughs> uh, two unwise men and one unwise prepubescent teenager, apparently.
0: <laughs> if that.
1: If, we have, if that. That was wait. the retort. <laughs> we have That was a nice comeback. If that. <laughs> if that. Go I'm, ahead. I'm, carry on. I'm,
3: off,
0: move on, right? Yes. <laughs> Alongside us today, we have Amanda Faith. A <laughs> <laughs> way to roll with that asshole. <laughs> of amandafaith.net. Amanda, thank you for joining us on the podcast.
1: <laughs> there. This is fun. <laughs> 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 you have oh, a note of regret in her voice. <laughs> oh, no, I'm
3: just kidding.
1: <laughs> so, who, so,
0: who do we have here today, right? Amanda yes. Faith, why don't you tell us a little about about yourself? You, you can be found at amandafaith.net, correct?
4: That is correct. And um a little you do? bit about myself. Yeah. I don't there's nothing normal about me.
0: Mm, that's um, the same for us. I'm a
4: writer for one. Um I teach high school English during the day. I teach college English at night. I'm a paranormal investigator. Um I'm a ham operator. I actually have my extra class license. Um Geek tends to be my middle name.
0: You're going to fit well with us. <laughs>
2: the amount of questions already brewing in my head even
4: at my age and i'm older i I don't mind telling my age i'm 51 and i'm still out going and doing and i'm actually in two master programs right now learning more i just i i'm a geek
0: growing up is optional i'm sorry growing up is optional
4: Oh, I haven't hit that phase yet. I wouldn't know.
2: I always find like growing up is is a is oftentimes people make sounds with giving up. <laughs> it's like they're <no>, like, <laughs> like oh, you should grow up. Percent,
4: and those two things, I will never do. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, you ought to grow up. And then what you're saying to me is give
3: up.
4: <laughs> yeah, really. I am. I try to in, in, instill that into my students. They think I'm crazy because I have done a ton of stuff in my life, and I still have a ten more I want to do. And they're like, do you know everything? And I'm like, not yet. Give me time.
3: You're on
2: your way, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, am it's... on
4: my way and enjoying every moment of it.
2: So I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump to a question probably out of order in the order in which you were listing the things that you do. But jumping immediately to the paranormal investigation. <laughs>
1: I knew you were going back
3: <laughs>
2: Bigfoot. My brother and I have an ongoing fight. He's, Bigfoot, he's convinced it's real. I'm slightly more skeptical. So... Uh, is your investigation led you that way i don't know how to well she's from
1: south you're from south carolina right
4: i currently live in south carolina yes i was born and raised in dayton ohio and i came down south to get away from snow i'm not quite south enough yet
1: Mm.
3: but
4: (laughs) i'm working my way but bigfoot's it's i do more ghosty things than that kind of thing do i believe in bigfoot sure it'd be an awful small place if that we only had humans here um, so I'm open to that possibility.
2: That's awesome. I mean,
4: you know why not? I mean, that's like saying, "Are we the only intelligent life? You know, in the universe? God, I hope not. That's an awful waste of space. Right.
2: Oof. Well, that's an awful that's an awful definition of intelligent too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it really got help us all. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, it's the old Arthur C. Clarke right? Two possibilities exist: either we're the only intelligent life in the world in yep. the universe, or we're not. And both, Both of those are equally, equally
2: terrified yep that's... <laughs> really Wow so so paranormal away from Bigfoot moving to uh, like ghost investigations and such mm-hmm if... I
4: have I've been, I've been a paranormal investigator for almost 30 years
2: oh my gosh so what kind of like tools is used in that like because I, I know, know. There's like various tools am I not? There
4: are. Um, I remember doing old school you know before the age of major technology sure where you would do the flower on the floor and you know have your my cassette recorder and all those kind of things. Um, of course, now everything's pretty much digital. I have uh, you know, oh my gosh, an EMF uh, indicator. I got two or three different kinds of those and of yeah. course my you know my digital recorders, digital cameras, uh, digital video. Digital fill-in-the-blank. Um,
0: <laughs> I love uh, having there's, those. Now yeah, know you
4: <laughs> Oh, I, I am a huge techie. If it's, if it's electronic, I want to play with it, my precious. <laughs>
3: so I just, yep.
4: I, I use whatever I have available at the time. I've had to do spot-ons where, you know, all I've had with me is like some salt. You know, and spread it on the ground to see if anything blows across and makes any imprints or not. Does, I usually start out with first. Let me get rid of the obvious. Let me debunk things that, you know, is it a hole in a vent pipe? Is it, you know, anything yeah, along those lines? Sure. I want to get rid of the obvious. You know, and as Sherlock says, "What's what's ever left, no matter how improbable, that's your answer."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So
4: that's that's the ten, the philosophy that I go in with when I do my investigations.
2: So does Supernatural, the, the show? Does salt, like, if you put a ring of salt around you, is that a thing?
4: It is a thing. It's not necessarily a paranormal thing. It's more along the lines of a pagan thing as you're creating a circle for protection. uh, protection, Yep. uh, Rather than drawing out supernatural. um, I mean, if you pour salt on the ground, it's not going to draw a ghost to you. That's not the purpose of it. Drawing a circle around you in salt is a barrier, and it's a protection for you.
2: So, like, in, down the line, but my brother, my brother and I have always wondered this question: Why, in that show, do they not just walk around with a salt hula hoop? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, it would probably get wet and dissolve. And how convenient would that be to fold up in your pocket?
1: I I don't know. Well, just- it, it would be a problem for me because I would always be looking to attach it to the world's biggest margarita glass.
4: I was going to say there's got to be
1: <laughs> somewhere, but I that's was a gonna- strong argument. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. If you've got a ring
2: of salt that big, immediately a margarita glass is what comes to mind, or,
1: or a, you know, a child's waiting pool filled with margarita. <laughs> These are the options.
4: Slime does it take to fill a swimming pool? Yes, that's the next philosophical question squash- question on the floor.
2: I think it's the only question at this point. That's <laughs> that's really what needs to happen. So, so what? Um, what's the most haunted place in that you've been?
4: Oh my goodness. Um, probably down in Savannah. I've done several investigations down there, down there in the Confederate graveyard.
3: Mm. Have that you actually found cool. things?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm one of those. I'm screaming at it going, do it again. Do it again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know, I'm encouraging it big time. People around me are kind of like taking steps away from me. <laughs> but that's OK. I want I want to see what's out there. I want to know. It would be I think it also gives us a sense of hope. That even though our physical bodies are not here, we still carry on somehow.
3: Sure, yeah. Mm.
4: And I just find that ultra fascinating.
2: Have you ever come across like malevolent ones? In like, because aren't there like good and bad? like no? I'm like this you, is. is there's like you're right.
4: Yeah, there's good and bad. There is good and bad. I have been in situations where I have been really uncomfortable, and I have left. I am not crazy enough to take on something a lot more omnipotent than i am.
2: That's awesome.
4: Um, so if i ever get that feeling, i'm not stupid, i'm leaving. But i also go in protected as well. I'd never go on an investigation without protecting myself first with talismans or whatever i feel that i need at that time. I'm not crazy to just go in open just, to anything. Sure.
3: I
1: mean,
0: you got so you've described perfectly how i approach each meeting with frog and Grant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he actually, he actually does have a ring of salt around his. Yeah, chair. yeah.
0: a lot of people thought it was for the tequila <laughs> so I was that's having. Our
4: in his hand that he's trying to convey. I figured it was for your boiled
0: <laughs> eggs. I have a
2: question for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> a While back, what <laughs> happened? Would you buy pre-boiled eggs? Because someone in this We're room, back to
1: that. Someone <laughs> this in this with like two episodes.
2: <laughs> someone in this room purchased pre-boiled eggs. And we thought that was a ridiculous expenditure
0: of money. Okay, saying pre-boiled. It...
4: On top of the fact, how long have they been pre-boiled? They're thank pre-boiled.
2: you,
0: thank you. They're fresh. Ew! How do fresh. you know the fresh, uh, they're fresh?
3: Wrapped honestly, up in plastic. Wrapped no, up in plastic.
4: Just that point. Ew.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So that's they...
4: like pickled eggs. How long have they been pickled? In and in what?
2: <laughs> that's a valid argument. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. We had another guest that was vying for me, and you guys thought that he had valid points.
2: Well, we think all our guests have better points than we do. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's irrelevant. But the uh, so does you does your paranormal investigation lead into your writing? Do you find that it like
4: I, actually it does my uh, my latest book Strength of Spirit. Is a paranormal mystery. In fact, it won the 2014 Gold Global ebook award for paranormal mysteries.
3: Nice. Um, and it's coming back out
4: in, I am reprinting it and revamping a new cover. And that should be out, uh, early summer, actually. I'm waiting on the graphic artist. Everything else is done. And my main character, Velvet Moon, is a, uh, she's alive in the first 17 pages. Um, and then I have to kill her. Oh, no, well, you know, so, yeah. Welcome well, to being a writer. Yeah. But she, she actually comes back as a ghost. She has to solve her murder, protect her mother, and save the world from a bad guy. And there's a lot of interesting twists within the book. Wait, so, yes, I took what I love mysteries, I love paranormal, and I love writing. So, I took all three of those elements and put it into this book. Book two is now done called Through the Spirit Glass. And I am getting ready in the next month to get all of those. Uh, that final pass of my draft sent off to the editor so book two hopefully will be on the premise this fall
1: nice so i I was going to ask if this is going to be a a series and am i feeding it a little bit
4: didn't start out that way but it's rapidly developed into it because i've had a lot of fan mail asking when is the next book and i went next Okay, let me revisit the first. So <laughs> that's always I, nice. It's, it's becoming, and I've actually got book three also uh, drafted out in outline form.
1: Nice, nice. Um, huh. So is, is Ms. Moon your your protagonist throughout? Yes. Okay. So and you just told us she dies in the first seventeen pages of book one. Yes. Okay.
2: So she's like the ghost through...
1: So we, so we received from the other yeah, side, she, right?
4: The, the, her, she's a ghost protagonist, correct?
1: That is an interesting perspective. Like, that's not one I see a lot. No, I, I can't think of one where I have seen that.
4: Well, good. Go to my website. Click.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice pitch. Nice pitch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've had a lot of great feedback with the book. I've been told it, it's been compared to, oh, my gosh, the Dresden Files, Sookie Stackhouse, um, it's not a you know, it's not an epic. It's not one of those thousand page things that you have to wade through.
1: Right, no, it's uh, it's more of a an, a
4: mystery. It is a mystery. The first book is hundred and like hundred and twenty two pages, I think. So it's not it's more novella length sure, than it is for sure, novel. Sure. Uh however, through the spirit glass is a lot longer. I'm up to three hundred and sixty five, I think. Ooh. So yeah, I'm doing a little bit of editing because I think nowadays people. Although I love, I personally love reading epics. I love that kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but the what's the word length again?
4: I'm sorry. The word length is up to sixty thousand plus.
2: Oh, is that what it is? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Well, I didn't know what page because sometimes.
1: Yeah, pages different words, means different. Things, yeah, I was especially sure. when we're dealing with
2: ebooks. Right. Yeah. So uh, I strength of
4: to... spirit is right at twenty five.
2: Oh, twenty five thousand words. Correct. Oh, okay.
4: And so, but. Through the spirit glasses, a little over sixty right now. Mm, okay. So I'm taking out a scene because I t- decided I didn't like it, but I'm adding a scene. So I, like I said, I don't have that final uh, final word count. I like write I like writing, and I I eventually may get over a hundred thousand words on a book, just not in this series. Fair
2: sure. enough. No, Fair no, no. You're, yeah. you're
1: going for those quick hits, and that's not a that's not necessarily a bad thing.
2: No, there's a mar- there's, there's certainly right, a market right. for certainly that. a market for that. Yeah, so a lot of people just want to be able to book and be able to get through it on like a trip. Right. You know. And right. You, right. No right, one's picking exactly. up Game of Thrones to get through it on a weekend.
4: Yeah. Really. That's yeah. And I've read all those, so I'm waiting on Mr. Martin to get the next one. Oh, out.
2: so you're the one person. Nobody else. <laughs> I know. I'm the
4: one person want to see this book just because I'm tired of the hype and damn it, I want to see it.
3: Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So,
2: what's your, in your, on your process, do you find that you're, I guess, in the writing process, do you find that you um, are coming from a point of um, inspiration from your other things that you do and then you, it leads you somewhere? Or is it, is it something that, like, oh, I want to sit down, I'm going to, I'm going to write a story and I'm going to, what parts later do I draw from? Like, I guess, what's the point of origin?
4: Strength of Spirit actually came from a dream I had. Um, I, it, my, I apparently am as vivid at night as I am during the day Uh and it, it was so real. I couldn't, I couldn't shake it and it took me a couple of days to get over the dream. Oh really? And then, yeah, cause it was just that very surreal to me. And I actually wrote Strength of Spirit in less than four weeks, final copy in less than four weeks. Hmm. It was like, boom, boom. I could not stop writing it. Hmm. Um, with, through the spirit glass, I did a lot more research. Sure. It's a very viable option. It's think um, kind of a Ghostbuster zero zero seven meets Alice in Wonderland for the second one.
0: I'm t- that's a hell of, of a combo. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. So, that's
4: kind of, so I actually did some research on. Um, on the second one, which, is, of course, has taken me a lot longer because I wanted it to be kind of like, you know how Dan Brown's books were, even though they're fiction, there was so sure. much historical oh, sure. validity in his books that people are going, dang, did this really happen?
1: So you're talking. So his-
4: with you in using that type of mentality, I did that with through the spirit
3: glass.
1: So you're talking historical. Are, are you actually no, setting it's this? Modern. In a, it's modern. OK. okay.
4: Yes but it's it's the it's it's a sci-fi fantasy combination because the technology used in creating a portal which is in the book uh could actually happen. I actually used real people with real theories that were really out there to create this portal.
0: Nice. Yeah. So something that I've wanted to see and I wanted to see what your opinion was or what validity it might have. Um so there are there are there are Stories out there like, was it True Blood, where the vampire is, vampires and humans are basically in coexistence, even though they're, um, they're working on, you know, trying to take care of the vampires at the same time. Could you see a story being put together where ghosts and humans are actually aware of each other and in coexistence?
4: Yeah. You're talking apples and oranges. Vampires are at least something you can reach out and touch. Right. So, um, in other words, everyone would have to be sensitive to seeing a ghost.
1: So, well, with, with or ghosts writer. would have to be able to manifest in some way. Yeah, or
4: manifest enough and stay long enough for people to realize that it wasn't the margarita drunk
1: on them. <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: That they're carrying but with but them.
1: We're, we're, we're yeah. talking. We're talking fiction, though. So, yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, I could see it happening. It wasn't a a thing that I actually thought about
1: Mm.
0: uh,
4: because my ghost actually works with the government.
0: Interesting. How does that play out? Or um, if it doesn't yeah. give away any spoilers.
4: My website is www. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
2: There you go. There you go. go. There you nice, go. Nice. nice try, writer. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> She's a seasoned veteran. You're not going to get that uh, out of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am but a. I'm Digging but for spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> look at this guy. Nice try. I'm, I'm but a pup. Yeah, nice try. I'm
4: trying to get stuff out of me, and I just giggle and then get real quiet. That scares the spoiler.
2: Yeah. So how, did, how does your um, – do you find your writing and your and your teaching, do you find w- w- like kind of meld together fairly well? I mean, it sounds like
4: – I do uh, because I also have a book. It's up on Wattpad uh, called Behind a Teacher's Desk. And mm. it's things that actually happen in the classroom and behind the scenes that, you know, don't we wish we were off in the summer? Don't we wish we didn't work weekends? Don't we wish we only worked eight-hour days? Yeah, mm-hmm. good luck with that. So behind the teacher's desk, and my husband swears that people would buy this book, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. So at least I have it up on Wattpad and on my blog about things that happen in the classroom. And some of them are funny, and some of them are actually true. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is going on. Hmm. And I'll tell my students when they do something um, um, creatively interesting. How's that for? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure I don't know people, what you're oh, talking about. <laughs> I, 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 I a chapter in my book. And they're like, for one of the recent ones I had, and I'll go ahead because it's on Wattpad and it's free. And again, you can go to Wattpad and check it out. I have a link on my website. Um, one of my students was—we were talking about upcoming. This was last year, coming up April first, and how it was April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. And she stared at me, and she was very serious. And she's Dr. Litfin because Litfin is my my real last name, which I don't mind telling. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Litfin is that when it is? It's in April, and I went. Yeah, it's April the 1st. That's why it's called April Fool's Day. Long pause, no comprehension. And I'm talking high school. Oh, yeah. And I looked at her and said, Well, baby, why did, why did you think it was called April Fool's Day? Oh, well, I thought it was somebody's daughter and they just named the holiday that. And she <laughs> was serious. So that is all my Wattpad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's chapters. I will ne- know. Again, I try to put some, there's some other humorous stories, one about a fax machine. One about a deer um, and why I didn't have the deer arrested for wrecking my car. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've got some interesting tales in there. But all of these actually stem from my kids. Sure. And I do get inspired by my kids. They think it's so cool that I'm a published author. And mm-hmm. in fact, sure. this year I started a club called The Right Stuff, W-R-I-T-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're actually building an anthology. Oh, oh cool. That's really cool. That's a, so that's the, a great idea. Real, and I'm taking anywhere from... Sh- from poetry up through 17,000 word stories uh, from the club and it's going to be online on the school's website uh, for free mm-hmm. uh, for download because you know trying to pay out royalties to teenagers is just not happening in not my book not
3: happening no. <laughs> but Are at least you they sure? can say they're
4: published oh and yeah I'm- um, their rough drafts are you know coming and due, and they've actually got some really creepy ideas. I've trained them well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did a, a recent uh, writers' workshop uh, for the EMP in Seattle, which is the Exfuse, Experience Music Project. As I can't talk, um, but it had like they were really young for a writing challenge they were doing there, and it was very interesting. And I'm kind of curious. This is going to a question. The I was I'm, I was kind of interesting. The, the difference between a lot of the young girls and the young boys, in what they were writing their stories about, and it was like the so many of the little girls' stories like the stories that the little girls were writing, were like hair-raisingly terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like just like, are you? Oh my gosh! Like that's like, like this is so and so, and in the, and in in the middle of the night, he comes and he pulls your fingers off, and you're like, uh, and then like I go to like Timmy, and he's like. This is a turtle hero, and he saves the world from the evil mushroom guy. And I'm like, yay, Timmy. And I'm like, please don't sit close to Julia. <laughs> you know? you so, wonder
4: why Julia doesn't date. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, but is that a, do you notice those kinds of comparisons a lot, I guess, just in general, like very it large story on, differences? Actually,
4: I look at the students' hobbies more than anything. I find that my gamers mm-hmm. tend to write about the mushroom type of Oh, thing. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure, sure.
4: Uh, and then the ones who like horror really like horror. Yeah. I mean, they want to rip people's eyeballs out and get you in your dreams and bury you up to your neck. Because mm. I've already told them there's no holds that has to be school appropriate. Mm, Blood right. and guts doesn't bother me, but let's just not peel layers. You know, it still has to be no no rated R stuff because, again, it's going up on the school website.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, right.
4: but, but you can be horrific and politically correct all at the same time. Look at our political ca- candidates today. <laughs> oh, sure. that, that, that came out right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no, that came out perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's about as political as we've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. So let me uh, firstly
0: ask, how long have you been teaching for?
4: Oh, goodness. Um... I'm. I'm trying to think. In the in the current high school I'm at, I've been there 14 years. Oh
3: okay. wow! Okay. Um,
4: I didn't actually get my bachelor's till I was 35.
2: W- well, isn't that as long I-
0: as you were in high school, right, writer? Yeah. <laughs> I see how it is.
4: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Um. Well, um the, the reason I was the reason I was asking that was because mm-hmm. um, we've occasionally talked about the influence of education and writing uh, to students going through the school system. And I was going to ask you about what you've seen in terms of growth or loss with critical thinking, especially as it applies to writing over the years. Um, has it become better, become worse? Because of, Worse. And whoa, worse. that was yeah. fast. Worse. So, yeah, that was like a knee-jerk fast. Strong
4: of, and, you know, the kids actually know we are now of a society of let's test.
2: Yes, yes. And at yes. one
4: point a couple of years ago in our school system, our kids were taking a standardized test every 15 days.
3: Wow. Every 15
4: days. So that allows no time to actually do any real teaching and even less time on top of that for any critical thinking skills. So if we herd them through a system and then we bring these kids as adults into our society, they're not thinking for themselves so they don't question things that are going on around them. Whether yeah. it's whether it's political, scientific or ex- exploration. It's not going to happen if we don't teach these skills. Mm-hmm. And given how our current educational system is, that's not going to happen until we start going, swinging that pendulum back the other way and, and put into reverence how critical it is to think for yourself, how critical it is to research, how critical it is to go out and explore. And our current educational system does not do that.
0: Yeah. The, the uh, common phrase, of course, is teaching them how to think, not what to think.
4: Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, in my class, especially with my, I also teach AP Lit. Uh, mm-hmm. now, in my AP Lit class, I actually have the luxury of taking my time and being able to do that somewhat more on top of preparing them for this major exam one day, oh, one day a year. But with my, under, my underclassmen, I don't have that option. We are told to teach so much material in so many days, have X number of scores and X number of tests done, period.
2: I used to do, when I, when, I remember when I had standardized testing and I just randomly guessed all the way down. for fun. (laughs) That's how I approach
4: it. Keep in mind since I've never met you, does that explain a lot?
2: Boy, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I assure you. I assure you. You
1: you pretty much have nailed the the fundamental essence that is grand. That's pretty much
2: (laughs)
4: standard. We have students who test extremely well. They look at the test and they can mathematically figure out blah 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 and put it down and, and you know and peek out. But then again, I have such intelligent students that look at the standardized test and they bomb those things. And yet that's their criteria in in, in junior high and high school or middle school and high school now of how they get moved up. What circles do they click and what opportunities are they offered? Mm -hmm. Never mind about that individual being able to. Survive on their own once they leave the academia world of high school and go to college, they're Which freaking is, out. They're quitting school. Well, because it's know completely different.
2: Do. I mean, and that was part of the thing. I did that, st- whatever, and I went to college because I knew it was, I, I had gone and talked to people and it was very different. So I didn't care about the standardized. So I, when I went to, you know, because college is all critical thinking. Or it's supposed it to is. Be, and they, they, it is.
4: I was 16 when I graduated high school. So don't I know? I went the one year and I went, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I left.
2: Yeah it's a very different experience. And and you definitely find that also within young job job markets where they're yes. like, okay, tell me what exactly I'm doing. It's like f- this is broken, fix it. That's why I'm okay, but how? If I do right. that, why is would that I be paying you don't, to do yeah. that, right? Like right.
0: yeah, like like you just have to figure that out. So yeah. Yeah, it so, so there's always some uh you know, some opinions out there that it's more the the accessibility of technology which is, you know, we're worried about our youth running in and just working out of their cell phones and social media and stuff. And I tend to agree with you that it's more of the testing <clears throat> and what we're teaching that's causing that. Because I, I, I'm i of the opinion that with how accessible technology has come over the last five, ten years, we should absolutely be seeing a, a surge in the amount of critical thinking and the research that kids are able to do today. Well, but we're but kind of restricted into that. Well, and it's that.
4: not. It's the, actually, it's the opposite. Yeah. There was a, an article out Last month, that my husband was telling me about, and they were uh, the the commentator was asking basic history questions, and people, the generation, these are early twenties, could not answer these questions, but they could answer everything about Kim Kardashian and you know anything along those lines. Mm -hmm. So again, that's media that's being thrown at them rather than the critical thinking skills that they need to survive with. I remember a fantastic
2: moment where I was in a history class and they were asking questions, and they go. These questions were literally asked of a group of people and they're like, Well, okay, who did we fight in the Revolutionary War? People didn't know. And Yeah, they go, or you get the
3: answer, each other. Yeah,
2: yeah. But this was my my favorite one. Did we win? I know. And they go, I don't maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like
4: I've had kids, I've had sophomores sitting in my class not understanding what the Holocaust was. Yeah. Today, like like this year. Yeah, that's And that's frightening to me because it's like so not only do I teach English which which is what I teach. Yeah. Um I wind up teaching a whole bunch of history all at the same time because I want these kids if we don't learn from our past right. we are doomed to repeat it well, because we think it's never been done before.
2: Well, because I am a history major and and uh, <laughs> my favorite line was I had a my history pro- professor from Oxford said, you know, hey, a lot of people have the opinion like what you just said, right? And he goes, "But As a history major, you need to come to one real realization, which is that history does teach us anything, and that is that historically, people will forget and make the same mistake repetitively, (laughs) and that only you who understand it will see it coming, and you can do nothing about it. And I was like, and and then he goes, welcome to the profession.
3: (laughs) It was our introduction to
2: history class, and I will never forget that. I was like, well, that's cynical. And... Right, but it's true. accurate, <laughs> and right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So we have because f- they
4: figure, oh well, that person was just an idiot. Let me take the exact same steps, and I will get a different result. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not.
0: Einstein's quote there that we could refer to. <laughs> so we have a few minutes here. I would say, if there was uh, one plea you were to make to the educational system to help. Bring our youth back to the the wow. critical thinking levels. I know it's not a weird one. Well, back to the critical thinking levels that we had before. What happened to your better your other questions? Well, because this is something I'm passionate about, actually. So okay, having this so opportunity, make is sure
2: good. M- make sure to ask another quote. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> thanks.
0: <laughs> he um, has he has a he. Go ahead. <laughs> so, if there was one plea you were to make to you know the powers that be that take care of the standards for the education system and just to teachers in general to Make things better for our kids' learning. What would it be?
4: Let teachers
2: teach.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. what was your other question? My other question?
2: He has a series of. Are these the yours? Yes, they're very interesting. We call them closers. We yeah. have a closing question. <laughs> However,
0: that question was real. That was that was a real question. So I I could, I could see about coming up with one real quick. I'm disappointed in that right. in your in your actual content. <laughs> There's actually content
2: on this episode. What's happening? It's
4: uh, been more fun listening to the two of you than you guys listening to me.
0: <laughs> I doubt that's true. Yeah, yeah. I assure you that is not the fact. <laughs> so, okay. Well, uh, my I'll,
4: husband's over here sitting next to me on his desk, dying. He's laughing, but he's trying to not laugh.
2: It's, it's all right. Yeah, that's really the only reason people listen to us. <laughs> Well it, it's that thing we're like I am suddenly
1: well,
4: You guys just got the ultimate compliment. He said this is better than TV. You guys just got the ultimate
1: compliment. We tried. Yes. yes. We tried. Better than TV. But the better bar than TV. The bar is so That has low. to be like under thing better than TV. <laughs> yes. Well that that'll go into the episode
0: description. Yeah. We'll have to put it in quotes though because we can't use that as an actual endorsement by ourselves. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: We but can't. It, Sure, why it not? It
4: came from my husband, so that's good enough.
1: we will yeah. we'll, we'll use it as the uh, on the next episode. Yes, better
0: than TV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Amanda, it's been an absolute. W- what's your question? Oh, you want He's you want a question? Yeah, you have yeah. one job.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> 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 the oh, they're
0: they're they're critical about this stuff. Okay, that's right. Uh, Got a ride jet. <laughs> Thanks.
2: But th- the reason we are right now so much is because he actually had a serious question. Okay. And, and <laughs> that means he hasn't thought of a fake one. <laughs> so we're like right? He's dying laughing because he knows it's true. And so we have the opportunity to be like, so.
1: <laughs> it's a big moment for us. Our listeners have certain expectations. Right yes, here. yes, they do. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Nobody has expectations of listening to, to us. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: So.
4: That somebody does. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> It's not us. If there were peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. presented to the UN staff, mm. what changes to UN international policies would have been made in the last five years based on the quantity of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches given? That's a and, good.
1: and this this is actually a question with a variable depending on the diagonal versus horizontal cut <laughs> of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, I teach
4: English, not math. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If twelve oh, sandwiches wow. walked into a bar,
4: <laughs> I think if they served the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, maybe it would actually take them back to a childlike state, and they could get along and play well with each other.
0: Ooh. How's that? Zing! Nice, boom! Nice, Amanda, oh, yeah. the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amanda Faith <laughs> complicated sound effects budget right there. <laughs> <laughs> <It's, I> mean, <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Oh, it's so good. Amanda, it's been an absolute blast having you on the podcast. And w- with and where us can people find her? At AmandaFaith as it sounds dot net. Yes. Awesome. Please Amanda come
4: check out my site. I have a video trailer of Strength of Spirit. Although the cover will change, that is from my previous publisher. And then all kinds of links that you can follow me on Twitter and my and my Facebook page and all kinds, my Wattpad. Come check me out. All right.
0: We will do so. Thank you so much, Amanda.
4: Thank you so much.
0: On the next episode of Three Unwise Men.
2: I mean, I get free range, cage free, like hand fed, massaged chicken eggs.